Hey, welcome back. Quarantinos, quarantinis? What are they? What are they? <laughs> Quarantini is the drink I make myself every evening uh, at I said 6 p.m. I should make a quarantini one day, and then uh, someone showed me a clip, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> oh. We all think we're original. I know. What's the director? I was going to say Tant- Staring you in the Tant- eyes. Tantin Quarantino? Tantin Quarantino. I don't know. What's his first name? It's Quintin. Is Quintin? Quintin. Yeah, Quintin Quarantino. Is this going to be? Is this what the whole episode is? I was thinking I of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I got last night? I can't see. Oh, there you go. Oh, a Rio. Rio. A Rio. Yeah. But also the shits. Do you know how much we bought? <laughs> we bought way too much takeaway. <laughs> so we were like, oh, it's Easter. We can't go out and do anything. So we'll just get a takeaway. So I got a pizza, a, a, a large kebab, large chili cheese and chips, samosas, <laughs> an extra pot of uh, chili sauce and other stuff. And yeah, these this Rio can, which is what reminded me. And oh my God, it wasn't really the shits. I think it was literally the food inside my body trying to break out of different <laughs> orifices because I ate too much. I had cramps for like six hours. Finding, uh, finding any available like, exit. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I imagine if you'd put like it, it felt like someone had just poured concrete into the, into all of my body, and my veins. So I was like, "Shit!" Oh, is <laughs> I think it like this is the limit? You know, when you cook like sausages or something, and all the fat goes in the bottom, and then it cools down and it congeals. So yes. that's probably what happened inside your body, right? It went yes. in as like liquid <laughs> fat, and then it cooled down, and then it all you went solid. That's the problem. Doubt. <laughs> yeah, I'm no scientist, but bringing you all sure. the coronavirus facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, right, yeah, I think yeah. Tim was right before. <laughs> this should be a PSA on how to cope during lockdown. Yeah. Um, Blank strangler style. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys have any particular setup that you've got? I don't. I mean, does everyone's it... complained, but I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you two are probably the people of all the people I know that love it the most. I Luke, think obviously because uh, he basically just wanted this anyway. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if you engineered it. <laughs> I didn't start a pandemic just to work from home. <laughs> just, you were sick of the job okay. market. No, so you that fired on me because my kids stay at home with me all the time now. Mm. <laughs> That's why you need That's the nursery true. bit and the, and the schools. Have you enough taught to that I've kind of been like, how is it going? Every single parent's just kind of pulled the same face of kind of like, I wish it wasn't. I wish I was dead. <laughs> Other people tend to be a little bit more, um, yeah, up for it. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think it's weird, probably, if you live if you lived like completely on your own, because yeah. you'd just be on your own all the time, and you'd be like, "What am I gonna? I can't even like go out and see people." I now. would like to disagree with you on that. I think if I was on my own and I was in lockdown, it would be a fucking riot. Like the best, it'd be just the best. I would, I would stink so bad, but I would not care. Yeah, like exactly. Who, I would living on my own would probably stink really bad anyway. But I feel like if I lived on my own, I'd have to get out of the house once in a while. Now I don't have to. Yeah, that would be a, that. That's the dream. If you're listening and you've got a family and you're fed up, I suggest just get. 
GTFO. <laughs> the, the delivery dude just turns up and he's kind of like, I'll just leave this here and back up. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, I know it's for social distancing, but trust me, it's, it's, it's best for you as well. You open he the can't door even... and like green gas like seeps out. <laughs> he, can't like, even get, he can't even get to two meters. He gets yeah. like six <laughs> meters away and he's like, I think this is enough. Was it the happening that had all the flowers that were killing people? That was like the air, wasn't it? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I, re- I reckon it'd be like that. But you'd see like the door just fall off the delivery car. <laughs> oh, he drives He drives his do- delivery van up and like the door melts off the side. <laughs> talking to delivery people, poor delivery people, they must be getting a load of mm. shit right now. I was sat there playing Elder Scrolls Online, which has been my newfound obsession last night. And I just hear this like rustle, like shuffling like paper. Have we got any paper? You know, oh, I've got tons of toys here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll some, some totally. Something like this yeah. noise. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and then I see the shadows moving and I'm like, oh, shit. That's uh, that's definitely someone outside of the front of the door. What's going on? Or maybe it's next door. It'd be fine. I brought sound no, effects. No, it was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I think they had rattly things. But um, some poor Prime Now delivery dude had unpacked all of the stuff for Mariners Away, which if if you do remember my estate, it's basically the houses are go across uh, in front of the the canal. I'm sure it sounded but like this. My roads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. An old ass doorbell. I um, But yeah, so he'd put about six or seven of these bags down by the time I'd open the door and be like, sorry, we've not ordered anything. <laughs> so he had to put them all uh-huh. back in his car. But it got even worse because one of the bitchy neighbours was like, can you move your car? <laughs> So he had to move his car, bring it then back, <laughs> and then put all the stuff back in their car. But at least I could give him instructions of where it was, because everyone gets that wrong. The amount of time. It's really difficult where you live, insane. because your address, like, uh, when I tried getting that, you were like, don't put it on the sat-nav. And I was like, okay, you know what I'll do? I'll put it on the sat-nav. Then <laughs> <laughs> you show up at some random house with, like, a dead end, and you're like, I actually, this dead end, the road is so narrow, I can't do a U-turn. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's, it's, it's like it's like uh, where you would you would get stuck in a uh... Google Maps so you couldn't get to Matt's house. That's what he would do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, uh, yeah. It's like you've been tricked into getting into an ambush, like you say, because you can't turn around. Yeah, it's like you're expecting to just stop in the middle of the woods and then someone shoots out your tires. <laughs> it's a bit like that. To be fair, I could really fuck someone up for my upstairs upstairs bedroom window. Like, that's a perfect view down to the road. What do you mean, like, jump out at them and <laughs> Jump on top of them. <laughs> what do you well, mean? I mean, like, because we've been playing under World War Z. Like, if you could put a turret, an auto turret somewhere, <laughs> that thing would make some make some noise. I just want to point out, you don't need to be, like, second floor to have a turret set up. <laughs> I think an yeah. auto turret set up almost anywhere, any elevation. <laughs> so, Tim's first tip for surviving the coronavirus pandemic is install a turret on the top yeah. of your house. That is a pretty yeah. good tip. I mean, I played that game with Tim. Matt hasn't because he's reluctant to uh, enjoy social, unsocial distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it on the computer that I don't have anymore, but then didn't actually play it. It was a ma- really? it's the big the biggest waste. What of, account uh... did you do it on? Sorry, was it your account that you did mm. it on? Yeah, so I've claimed the game. I I do like own it technically. Mm. Awesome. Because someone was. Um... Ben, that I think maybe you two know that I work with. Um, uh, I did meet him once. Yeah. He um, he he was like, "Oh, you would have been proud of me, Tim. I was playing Left 4 Dead 2 last night, 
um, really to really early hours of the morning. I was like, cool, cool. Do you know when I said you should download World War Z because it's free? Did you do that then? <laughs> and he's like, no. And I was like, well, you're a fucking muppet, aren't you? <laughs> That was a good, it was a good game. I, the only problem I had was uh, I had to. I think I have to unin. Well, I've got I've got Linux set up, and I got Vulkan installed after I installed it. So I think I have to uninstall it and reinstall it so it picks up the Vulkan driver. Okay. Because the moment I got the Vulkan thing set up, the BattleNet seems to run perfectly well. So, hmm. But then I started playing Stadia and. Personally, like for me, for me and my setup, it's like perfect. It's like ideal. Because now Does I don't, it... I don't feel the urge to go crazy and upgrade my computer anymore. Because uh, yeah. it was, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's horrific. Like you think those upgrades I just did, yeah, a mid range, you just a mid range graphics card from Nvidia. It's five hundred pounds and it's one hundred and fifty. Yeah. <clears throat> You're looking six hundred and fifty pounds, and then how much is Stadia a month? Stadia is eight ninety nine a month, but you don't have to pay for it any anymore. Oh yeah, free freeze open. That's, uh, that's 72, 72 months, so six years. <laughs> yeah, of playing six on the just the pro. Like if you want to play on the pro and get all the free games on pro, which will get better because uh, Elder Scrolls Online is going to be on there soon. So I'm just sort of waiting for that. Though apparently Stadia is considered a different platform, so you don't get cross-play necessarily. Oh, really? Yeah, that annoyed me. But apparently Steam's considered a different platform as well. Yeah, it comes up on the launcher. That's what got me thinking. Yeah, I thought that it just meant PC. Like, (laughs) I didn't realize that. Mm. Yeah, but it's inspired me to start making games again as well. Are you going to get like um... a... Are you going to get a Chromecast thing so you can do it on your TV as well? No, I really like it on my laptop because my laptop is uh, one forty-four, so not one eight, not ten eighty. It's the next sort of the next half step up. Oh, fourteen forty p. Yeah, and I yeah, can yeah. get on when I put the thing on the high dynamic range. I can get, I can max that out on my computer, and I don't know whether. It, uh, uh, many games on Stadia can even get better than that anyway. Um, Most people tend to agree. Like, 144 hertz screen, 27 inch, mm. 1440p is the, yeah, that's about the right amount of money I want to pay. And also, like, Cause... on my laptop, I have to sit pretty close. <laughs> so it looks yeah. even better. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really <laughs> immersive. Like, so if I put it on my TV, it probably would be like, a lower quality just because I'm sat farther away from it. <laughs> That's what I always get about yeah. people when they start talking about TVs and sizes and stuff. I'm like, how close are you actually going to sit to this thing? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Defo. That's why I didn't bother with getting pain <clears throat> through the nose for like a 4K or an 8K one, even though it's a 4K one that's coming. 1440p at the distance I am, which I think is 9 feet for in the living room. Mm. That's that's the distance. So apparently 1440p is good there. So we can do 1440p and 120 because for some weird reason they don't do. This is the annoying thing. <laughs> like all the AV stuff, like TVs and home theater shit. I just like, oh, well, we've got our own standards, and then the PC people, are like, yeah, we've got our own ones as well. <laughs> it's like, it's, cheers, guys. It's absolutely frustrating, and yeah, that's what the, the. I think now that Stadia is free, what the next step that they, I believe that they kind of need to do. I mean, I tried filling out the developer stuff. 
um, you have to be currently like a company and you have to have already published a bunch of games. You can't just be like, right now, you just can't be an indie developer going to Stadia. Mm. That's a bit shit. Unless you've already been an indie developer before. But I think that they're going to change that because their platform, like the whole point of Google Stadia isn't, I don't think it's necessarily to make gaming, high quality gaming available to everybody. It's the tools. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever done ever done or seen the uh, 3D graphics and game stuff on using Google, uh, the Google Cloud stuff. Mm. It looks really good. I mean, that's where um, Jungle Book was like completely done, all in Google. It was so you don't need a, you could have a a rubbish computer, like absolutely appalling. You could have a Raspberry Pi almost. You basically need something that can get Chrome running, and then you can do you can make the Jungle Book. Like and that's it blows really my good. mind how long it takes. I think we've talked about this before, but like how long render times are in yeah. films. I was reading a thing because we just watched the uh, completely randomly. We just watched that new Trolls movie. Yeah, I watched that too. And at the end, <laughs> and completely randomly, at the, at the end of the credits, it was like saying it had a bit where it showed like it was like oh you know rendered using this technology. And I started like I was like I'm gonna Google this because this looks like a weird nerdy thing to look at. And it was like it was talking about this uh, DreamWorks have got their own like proprietary rendering thing for like it's for like and it, it was an interesting article. So it was talking about when it got released, and they were like it, it renders like 3D ray traced kind of environments and it was saying like before this technology came along it could take days to get like a few pixels rendered and i was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> it's insane yeah. so it's like so basically like they'd have to they'd have like a vague idea of what it was going to look like but essentially they'd be saying like right well yeah let's render this and whatever it comes out like that's the finished thing pretty much because <laughs> we don't have time to do it twice <laughs> and they were saying like oh now we've got this new technology they can actually like try shit out and experiment yeah. and like it's insane. Oh, did I share that video to you around how the Mandalorian's been filmed? No. So we're getting a little bit off track here. No, this is all. This good. is how if you you're survive. At home, <laughs> if you're stuck at home, we're suggesting... if you're at home and your render exactly. farm is just sat Watch, there doing nothing, you need, you need a project. <laughs> exactly. Here is a list of projects you can go do. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll try and dig the proper video out. Upgrade your computer. Talking, but spend a shit ton of money. Upgrade your computer. <laughs> oh god, yeah. To be honest. Before, when I was looking at cases for um, a PC, I was like, 200 quid is a lot of money for a case. But now, it's like, that would have just been burnt and sent into the atmosphere for me commuting into work in May. Yeah. That's probably what I'll buy in May. Yeah, I, I, I'm uh, 50 pounds a month saved on petrol. Uh, a, a week, not a month. <laughs> yeah. And that's Same. that's not like nothing. And that's then half a shot. For travel. An expensive shot. That's the thing about this. Like, for like, for people who are, uh, thankfully, you, I can now count you as one of the people who has a stable job during this uh, coronavirus cool. thing. Yeah, yeah. But for people who who are in kind of employment and can work from home and are okay, there's a good chance that we're going to come out of it like financially better off on the other yeah. side of it. That's Whereas cool. everyone that's in like temporary employment or like it's stuck without a job is going to end up way worse. So it's kind of hard. Really like... funny, uh, uh, I might have even said it last episode meme of uh, it said uh, game developers right now, and it was a guy wiping the tears away with money. <laughs> 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 it was like, uh, but then um, apparently, Toy Story. Somebody lost all of the toys. I don't, I don't know which Toy Story it was. They lost all of the assets, and uh, luckily somebody had it backed up on their hard drive, like on mm. their own 
And I can't believe that. That's a good story. Yeah, they like literally. I think it was Toy Story two. They like lost their they were they accidentally deleted or it got like lost from the computers and they had to like yeah some guy had it on his home computer like the whole of Toy Story two. It's yeah. just like <laughs> I can't believe that. That's a real that's a real story. I mean, I may have been I may have paraphrased it and made the no, facts right. the facts slightly wrong, but something yeah. about that story <laughs> vaguely existed. I don't know. Have found it. I don't think it is the arc like read or watched, but <laughs> but you found something basically, else. basically, um, it it just reminded me because you're talking about changing stuff because normally, um, VR, not VR, um, like augmented reality stuff, um, what do you call it? Just kind of any like post modification stuff for video editing mm. where you have green screens and whatnot. They they have to like stitch those together and the actors have to. Pretend and just stare at things and normally it's a bag of shit. But what they did with the Mandalorian is instead of having a green screen, what they basically had was a whole like 360 degree, what kind of like a 280 degree, I think, um LED screen. And what they could do is render off a very, very powerful computer or cluster farm thing, the actual live backdrop, oh, right. the environments they were in, and then the film would actually capture it and if something what like say you're a director and you're trying to composite your shot and you try to line it up and you're like that fucking rock over there's doing my tits in shift that out my way it looks stupid <laughs> they could edit it on the computer and shift it over a couple of feet and be like yeah that looks mint and the whole camera's on a rig so when you move it around it's like moving it around like if it was in a video game oh, i've seen the camera so stuff actually like moves that. all of the stuff and i was like that's fucking class it's a great idea yeah, VR and augmented reality is such a great... I've seen the VR stuff where people were playing virtual reality with the headset and then someone else was the camera operator also <laughs> in the same virtual reality world. And because everything was green screen around them, they just essentially showed you what they were playing, but in virtual reality. Like at mm. a virtual reality movie, this is such a good idea. <laughs> That's cool. Save a ton of money on... Like, why, why bother doing a studio? You just go into a green room and uh, make whatever universe you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the future of mm. this this post-coronavirus world we live in. No, <laughs> no one, nowhere we'll go, no one will actually go into work. We'll all just have a green room in our houses. Matt, have you seen the CBBS working from home? No. Uh, they so. uh, got... Um, so on CBBS, uh, one of my favourite hosts, her name is Evie, I think. Evie? Something like that. She uh, was uh, just recorded herself from home for the CBBS. I don't know if they gave her. They must have given her a bunch of stuff because she like put shelves up with like classic CBBS background. <laughs> and uh, it was. It wasn't like obviously it wasn't perfect. But then I was like thinking, like we we're just saying now, they could have put like augmented reality on. Like she could have had a green background, and they could have mm. uh, completely done. Because then she started singing with um, Hackety Dog, who was also like remote <laughs> and it wasn't like for kids it was perfectly great so obviously they did that with some news thing didn't they probably i mean did it's, it's a great idea you don't need you don't need a studio you just need a tiny room so closet like room with one uh, person and like i think it was like an asian network and there's like one dude uh working from home shirt tie all that lot just green screen like you say and they were just stitching him in next to um, the other person, which I think she was in the studio, I was like, ah, see, 
this is proof that this is all going to work out fine. Yeah. Like we said, it'll be better for us. I think, yeah. People who, a lot of developers and stuff, they'll suddenly find a ton of technology available that they didn't know existed before. <laughs> and they'll be perfectly happy. I think the thing that makes it difficult, or the thing that would make it difficult is, or the thing that would make it not as good is if half of the people went back into work and half the people tried to do it from home. Because I think it works quite well when everyone is working from home. Yeah. Agreed. But then if you've got like a group of people who are in the office and they're having their own little like conversations and stuff, well, I think, uh, you miss with... out on some things. That being said, I think uh, if you're fully remote, but you have an office for people to go to, as long as they treat everything as if they're fully remote, but they just happen to be in an office. So any meetings you wouldn't con- you would conduct as if you were fully remote. So you'd always mm-hmm. invite people remotely and all that sort of thing. Yeah, um, we've watched them doing that, but like, well, at least you do miss out the tr- the company I was going to. That's how they they're remote first, and that's how they were set up. So like, yeah. uh, they had everyone in a meeting who was on site would all log into their laptops anyway. They'd all mute their microphones except one. And then everyone else at home, you know, so then it is just like everyone's remote, but it just happens a big group of them are in the same room. And so I think, yeah, yeah as long as you treat it like that, then you can probably do that. <clears throat> I think I would, I think I would enjoy it more if I had an actual office to do it in. <laughs> I think that's the other thing. It kind of, it's catching a ton of people by surprise more than, uh, mm. like if you had... A full-on... Like, I don't have a proper office. I've just got a corner. But it's good enough. Like, mm. it's secluded. Um, I, was, I think with, like, laptops and stuff, people have got used to just sitting on the couch and doing I see the thing. thing. Like I, a lot of people do that have. where I'm at work now, and then they're like, oh, my back hurts and my wrist hurts. And I'm like, yeah. it's because you, <laughs> you're not follow, you you're not settled properly. <laughs> You've not done a workplace assessment on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not difficult. Uh, I mean, I'm not sat in my office now because all the kids are downstairs watching TV and playing. Um, oh, how many do you have? Two. <laughs> all the kids. All of them. So it's easier being up in their room when they're not in it whilst I'm recording. Mm. But yeah, you just make it so that what? So like, I I realized that my neck was hurting, so all I did was just raise my laptop up on um a stack of paper, mm-hmm. and then suddenly my neck and back have been great. Like the next next time I went to sleep and woke up, I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> that was the problem. I've been hunched over the computer." Yeah, I, I think got a, I got a cordless on. mouse because trackpads—they're fine for like maybe an hour's worth of work, but trackpad after uh, a couple of, like a couple of hours, you you need yeah. a mouse. I think get away that's with it. It. like laptops are designed in the exact opposite way of all ergonomics. So if you just <laughs> yeah. do the opposite, so it's like <laughs> you don't. You don't want your screen attached to your keyboard. You don't want your mouse as a as a thing. You need yeah. a separate mouse. As, as long as you've got separate. Like, I'm quite lucky that I got a chance to sneak into work and steal my monitor from work. Uh, That's one thing that I was hoping so to I, get. Without, yeah. without having done that, I think I would have been in a lot more pain than I currently am. And then when you're on your chair, uh, I think a lot of people, if they sit on a chair, if you've not got a proper chair, you have to make sure you're set up properly on it with like cushions and shit like you can't just sit that's a like, weird thing because i got um we have like an off an old office chair at home so i was just using that but then my, my my lower back started really hurting and i was like i don't understand this is meant to be a good chair and i like padded it with cushions and stuff 
and it made it a little bit better. But I got work. Let me borrow a chair as well. They delivered it to my house. Yeah, like one of the just ones, one of the ones from the office. And I don't know if it's just I don't know. It, it, it's a. I always complain about the ones in the office because they're they don't feel that special and they're really expensive. They're like the the proper ones that they spend a lot of money on. Mm. But like maybe they I think they're better than I give them credit for because now having used the one that they've like let me loan, it definitely yeah. my my body in general hurts a lot less. It's really it's weird. It's really firm. I guess that's a good thing. You'd think that's like yeah. you you certainly like that's not very comfortable, but I guess you don't want it to be super spongy. That's probably well, bad for your spine. This is a big conversation. This is a big conversation over with Kirsty because we looked at the ones at about two hundred quid from. You've like, got a like, super sexy uh, one, haven't you, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Tim spend a lot of money on his equipment? It. Shocker! Yeah. It's green because green's favorite color. Yeah, it's like a um, Herman Miller mirror too. They're uh, good, <laughs> <laughs> but it took so long to come. It was like twelve weeks when I ordered it because it. I remember this. All custom and like one-off things. It was a bit of an arsehole. But my God, like honestly, I sit in this sometimes for like 10 hours a day. And what you can hear clicking when I'm mucking, mucking around is the bit on the back. You probably can't see all too well, but yeah. <laughs> Got my bingo wings out. The, uh, we're on camera. I think we've already said this. Let's make more context. Yeah, it's good. It's worth it. Um, I, I did have a temperature, and that's what Kirsty, the wife, has got downstairs. But she's on kitchen table and talking <laughs> about raising, <laughs> talking about raising uh, things. I got an old monitor out of the attic as well. Yeah, that's where the chair was. And um, she's using her old laptop that she's had for like seven years, because uh, it was just the right height. <laughs> to bring the monitor up a bit more. So there's like this shitty monitor on top of her like old ass laptop. And I was like, you could probably find a book or something. She's like, nah. <laughs> well, so the laptop is only being used to raise the monitor up slightly more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's just the right height. That'll do. <laughs> no, it's, they're really easy steps. They're usually quite cheap and free steps to do. I think the last thing... Uh, uh, if you have an adjustable seat, if you don't, then you kind of have to do it with cushions or whatever. But you can't mm. have your legs. You have to have your legs like at a uh, ninety degree angle from the floor, sort of thing. Like if they're tucked behind you, uh, that that forces well, you to bit lean that I forward. I never got about these chairs, and that that hurts more. I never got... Yeah, definitely. I think you just need to bit... like know what the natural correct shape of your spine is and then like you need to occasionally just think <laughs> am i sitting is my spine is in the right shape or is it in some kind of horrible bent shape that's going to hurt me later yeah well i was saying with the car like when i had my old mazda too and i fucking used to cry after like 20 minutes of not having any <laughs> support because it was just a shit shape and i think it's like you're saying it looked fine like the audi seats just look fine as well but I think it's the comparison you made, Matt, between like different seats. Some of them look, and you can't really, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, great value to them. But fuck me, I hated the seat, and I had to get that lumbar support. But like one of the big things when I was trying to look for a car, I was like, it's got to have lumbar support, it's got to be adjustable. And I was like, like I was telling you guys, I've turned it off now. <laughs> it's not even on. Just because the seat itself is good. From the it's hard to, like you say, it's hard it's to tell off. looking at it. You just and even sitting in it, you might be like, oh, okay. And but it's only you've once you've been sitting in it for like a few, like you know, days or weeks of of long time, you start to just kind of feel it. You'll know if yeah. it's bad because your body will just start being like, 
you're, what are you doing? This is wrong. It's yeah. weird, weirdly, as shit as my car is, and as much as I complain about it, I've never had a problem with the seats in it. They're absolutely fine. I've never needed to add yeah. anything to them. Well, the other thing that uh, to help people who are stuck at home, <laughs> I've been looking into was uh, virtual desktops. There's a cu- couple of people at work who have absolutely crap computers. And there's a lot of virtual desktops that are like crazy, crazy cheap. You don't need a powerful computer most of the time. Oh, you mean basically just what you've got like, with Stadia? Yeah, yeah. That so you you, stream you're streaming the computer to your computer. So like for a thing I'm working on right now, it's like a Java thing. And you need like, I don't know, you need at least like two gigs of RAM just for Java to boot up. And then you need a couple, you need an extra gig just to run whatever application you got. And then you need the rest of the, for your <clears> computer. Or you can have like a really, really rubbish computer as long as you can get onto Google. I think AWS and Google and Azure all have really good, very cheap solutions to this. That's cool. And we're looking into that now. But there's also, um, me and Tim worked on a thing called, Co- was it Coding or Hacker? No, I think it was called Coding. I think it was Coding with like a K. Yeah. With a kicking K. Kicking K. <laughs> Because I'm full. It looks really good, but then it was really, like, it was really promising. It was really early when we played around with it. Um, and then uh, they, I don't know what happened to them, but now you have to host it on your own machines. Mm-hmm. So if you have a server somewhere anyway, it's really, really cheap to actually host this thing. So you could develop on the server that you're going to deploy to. The only thing is it's not like a desktop. It's just a IDE that's... Like a good IDE with a terminal and that. So if you're a programmer, there's tons of solutions. If you're not a programmer, there's tons of solutions anyway. That means you can get a really good computer and uh, you can run your computer from your iPad. It's funny how like when computers first came out, like came out <laughs> when the when someone, when the computers were first a thing, <laughs> um, that's essentially how they worked, right? You had like your that's where the word terminal comes from. Because you would have in your office building, you would have had your IBM mainframe, and then every secretary or whatever would have had a terminal machine, and it was just like a monitor plugged into the network, and that, oh, right. and it was all like virtualized on the central thing. They yeah. were all just dumb terminals, and that's uh, it's funny that we've been you could like now come back around to doing that again, like ten- yeah, technology just comes around. Pretty cool, anyway. Yeah, there's tons. And the network boot stuff. It's great. It's such a good idea. Um, and mo- you don't even need that good internet for it because with computers when you're not doing anything with it the idleness is fine like you don't need like it's not like Stadia where you actually need a- I found before when I was uh, with Stadia um, Mel was watching like a couple of videos and playing on Facebook on a laptop whilst I was playing but my signal was like weak when I was in the corner of the room Mm. And then Stadia started like complaining at me, and so I wasn't able. So I had to move, which was fine. But uh, like I found, if you were doing whatever program thing, whatever your job is, and it just requires a computer, if it's a little bit blurry, I don't see why you'd care. Like if your connection went down a bit, and most of them run on uh, like you're just paying for the streaming part. You're not paying for the like the actual data bit, <laughs> so it's not as expensive didn't, potentially. Didn't they ever make it so that because at the moment it's just streaming a video, like you say, right? Essentially, yeah. I know a, a few of the bits, but 
do you think they'll ever make some games that are optimized for things like this? I think so. I think that, they kind of have to. Videos have yeah. Videos have buffers, right? And there's some stuff built into Stadia around predictive and all that kind of shit. But if you could buffer like what the next fifteen different directions or whatever, or you swing. Just ship all them. I guess it'd be wasteful. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's probably cheaper. I mean, the other thing is, with that, you'd if everyone was doing that, you could kind of like TV. You can just do like tricks <laughs> and get away with it because no one can physically access whatever. Like it's like after a while, frame rates a second make no difference to a human because you can't physically process it any better. So there's no point after a while. Yeah, and uh, you can't physically I'm... see any of the colors that, like, we, you know, we can't see ultraviolet lights, right? <laughs> so I'm proper curious because I've not had anything. I've never had a display that's more that can do more than sixty fps. Yeah, but like I think we we're saying before, the TV will do 120. The standard's 144 for desktop stuff. So again, that's the <laughs> AV and PC people not agreeing on stuff. But yeah, I'm genuinely interested to see if it's any better. Because when I got my CPU upgrade, um, and I never really realized how important mins are, it's like the, not just your average frame rate, but your minimum frame rates. And my CPU kept on getting dicked because it was a first-gen Ryzen one. Um, and things would drop. But then I went on and played Overwatch, and the mins were miles better on it. And I, I was like actually better, because I could see people jumping around. I was like, ah. Okay. If... If the FPS stuff is anywhere near as good as what I've just noticed then, then it'll be worth paying all that money for that TV. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm only going for films to be honest. You said it was like a it's like an OLED one, right? I can get really nerdy on the TV. I think but the yeah. fact I think the fact that it's OLED and the fact that you'll have HDR on it is probably gonna be the bit you'll notice the most. Or maybe along mm, with the frame yeah. rates. But like you were saying before, I think the the like well, the resolution and stuff is probably the thing you'll notice the least. Like when I got mine, is a while ago now. It is a 4K one, but I I didn't get it because it was 4K. It was just on a really good deal, and it was uh, HDR. And I was like, and it's not obviously it's not OLED because that was back then. They were like six thousand pounds or something. Hmm. Um, but I was like, it, it, the fact that it was 4K, I was like, I guess that's cool. I probably won't notice. Like that probably won't yeah. make that much of a difference. It definitely does. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We got the LG. There's, we've got another LG in the bedroom, and that's a nano celly one. So still LCD, but meant to be a bit better. And yeah, it's the HDR that we notice on it, and it's a little bit better. Like to prove that, I want you to make sure that games actually work. Because my, if I sit up in my bed, it's the reverse. So upstairs, my bed's let's say on the the left. Uh, the TV's on the left, and my bed is on the right. If you're looking at like an aerial view from the front of my house. It's swapped when we're downstairs. The couch is on the left and the TV is on the right, but about the same distance. So I was like, okay, cool. So if I sit up in bed and I can tell the difference between 1080 and 1440p and 4K, then I'll know. And yeah, I can tell the difference, but not between 1440p and 4K. So it's kind of pointless at that distance. Mm. But HDR is the best bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it's fascinating how... Because when I bought my TV... Uh, which is pretty old now. Uh, but um, it uh, <laughs> I got a funny story about buying it. So, <laughs> well, that's what funny. this podcast is all about. Shit, shit stories that go nowhere. Um, 
That's what I come here for. I went to... I can't remember where. To buy the TV. Because our TV broke. And I was like, we were like desperate to watch TV because me and Mel can't really sit in a room together anymore. But we've <laughs> <laughs> been together too long now. It's that sort of thing where you're like, you really, you notice how silence is deafening after a while. So we need a TV. <laughs> um, you're like, hey, did you do anything today? Like, yeah, we spent all day together. You know exactly what I did. Also, I know everything about your entire life. And then uh, normally conversations start about Harry Potter and it comes into a big debate. And you're like, this is the stupid <laughs> debates that break up marriages. So I had to go get a TV. And then I got there and I, found, I was like, I know exactly what size I want. At the minimum, it was 48 inch because I knew all the, we, that calculator thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so we got a 52 inch because it was a little, it was on deal. And then... It was a 4K LG, and it was really good, but it was the model down. But then... Do you have the same TV as me? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. You're describing it. I knew exactly what I wanted, mm-hmm. um, but then they were like, there was a really good, like, £300 off on the model down. And so I was, like, saving a ton of money, and I was okay with that. <laughs> so then went to go fit it in the car. It wouldn't fit in the car, and I was like, oh, fuck. What are we gonna do? We could put it on the roof. Oh, I don't. I don't have anything to tie it onto the roof with. And then, um, so we put all the seats down except the driver's seat. Put it in the car. And then Mel was like, "How are you gonna get home?" I'm like, train. <laughs> 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 so I, you know, in order to uh, break the conversation with TV, I had to go get the train home. <laughs> God, we did the same at IKEA, and I think I've said this though before, but. KSD literally had to like lie, well, not lie down, but crunch down <laughs> in the footwell. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was when we had the Mazda that wasn't that big. It's a little hatchback. But all the stuff that's in this room, um, my little office, it's like those Kallax kind of basically this, the square looking shelving units and then desks and chairs and that big chair behind me. Yeah, she wasn't overly impressed with that. <laughs> it's like a 45, no, it's even longer than that, isn't it? It's like a 50 minute up toward an hour drive. Oh, to, so yeah, for you, great. yeah. Basically like driving to Matt's house to get to fucking Ikea for me. So, if you have to go outside, guys, where do you, what do you got? I mean, I've got a garden. I'm really lucky in that sense. Well, yeah, I was going to say that before. Like, the people that seem to be on their own or a couple that still seem to have a problem are the ones that are in flat. Yeah. And fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other day when it was quite warm and nice and we'd finished up work, me and Kirsty just got a beer, took the two seats out from the kitchen table um, and just played ball with Merlin, the puppy, <laughs> the dog. Not really a puppy. Uh, and that was good. But, yeah. I can imagine if you didn't have that. <laughs> I'm glad that you clarified that Merlin was a puppy that you were playing ball with and not like <laughs> Merlin, I'll the mother it. that we were playing ball with. <laughs> yeah. A rationing bitch. <laughs> Fucking in-laws. Yeah, I think it Yeah, it would definitely be difficult if you didn't have some kind of outside space. Because they've like, clo- yeah, obviously, you're not, you're not meant to, to go to any kind of place, park playground or whatever I, I, i've definitely especially because now i'm working at home i can like like when it's lunchtime the kids can have their lunch and then i can use a bit of my lunchtime to go out in the garden with them and run around and tie yeah. them out and then they're much more likely to yeah. actually go to sleep that's right. whereas like 
with, on my schedule. Yeah, I have. I said uh, from twelve to one for me is I close the lid on my laptop and have lunch and play with Willow, and it gives Mel a bit of a break. Otherwise, she's not used to being at home twenty four seven with the kids. She yeah. normally like ditches them, and I take them, and she goes dancing or whatever. <laughs> I guess mm. a lot of the stuff that she was doing before she now is now all like not happening. I suppose is she doing any kind of online things? She she's picking it up. I kept telling her she should pick it up a bit faster because the kids really want it. So she's a dance teacher. For those who don't know, <laughs> <laughs> so when basically yeah on what whatever day it was, Bojo said, "Hey, all of you, get home." And don't come back out ever again. She's like, damn it. <laughs> um, and uh, so she does private lessons with people. Uh, which she can only do so much. Because like, you can only tell somebody. Like, you can, If she can't do the move herself, it's difficult to describe to the person what to do. <laughs> and like, some of it's like the splits or whatever. Or like a handstand. And she can probably do a handstand. But uh, not really. <laughs> Um, but she knows how to teach people how to do it. Uh, Can she actually dance at all? Is this all a lie? <laughs> <laughs> She's good at telling them what to do. They love it. And then they had like a meeting thing with all the kids to say what did they want. And they were like, we want a lesson. They were like demanding it off yeah. of her. So she kind of had to set up a lesson thing. And I was like, you can make a fun piece of choreography that's kind of like a Zoom meeting or whatever. Choreography. Like, just windows <laughs> of all the kids doing their own bits. It's a corona dance. Yeah. So that's what she's kind of doing. Like, some sort of get everyone to make their own bit of choreography, essentially. But, like, she'll help them. The uh, We take the the boys to, like, um, a class that's all, like, it's called Rhythm Time. And it's so all, like, music and instruments, dancing and stuff <laughs> like that for, like, little kids. Um and the person, so it's like a franchise. So the person that runs it, she like runs the local one near us. And I've, I didn't want to like stop paying her because I felt like she's like an yeah. independent business or whatever. I was like, you, you like, we really like you and we, you do a good job. So we're going to keep paying our thing. And she's been doing all these like online, yeah, videos pretty much like most days from her house. She does like a live Facebook thing. Yeah. So you can like do it along with them and you can like, she's like, right, everyone send in the names if you're watching and then she'll like say goodbye to all the children that are watching. And it's really good. It's like really it's, quite interactive. And Well, that's the other thing that uh, Mel said to everyone, oh, don't pay because I'm not going to run any lessons. <laughs> like I'll do the private things. So those who pay private, you still pay. But everyone else don't pay because I can't run the lessons effectively. And then like half the mums came back and said, we want to support your business because we don't want it so that when it's over, if it's ever over, <laughs> that uh, yeah. there's no way, like they can't go back to dancing because she can't start the business again because she ran out of money. Uh, That's which, nice. Uh, hmm. it, if it wasn't for the fact that I got my job back, <laughs> it could have been a real possibility. So yeah, there's a bunch of things like that, which I think, yeah, if you're able to do it and you really like it, yeah, do that. Support businesses. If you can, <laughs> small independent ones, I've... not like, oh, yeah. not like, yeah. we're, not like Weatherspoons. <laughs> I found like we, my my dad, who I'm not talking to anymore for no reasons. I'm going to discuss in a podcast. But he's an asshole. Um, yeah, um, he's been mentioning phrases. There's a bunch at the top of our road that we should go to. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. We go to this or the one when we go and get Merlin groomed and we get stocked up. 
and the bush never been that arsed, but because it's literally just at the top of the road, um, they actually end up selling very similar meats because it's from a similar supply called Honeywell's in a I think Preston way. Um, oh, that's where you live. Yeah, they travel doing... that far. Well, <laughs> I know we travelled to Garstang. It's Garstang. Surely to Garstang. There's no it's limit to the distance Tim would travel for his meats. <laughs> <laughs> There isn't now. I want you to go on the bike. He's just like, do it, when it, <laughs> I'd love if you got pulled over by the police and like, what are you doing out of the house? And you're like, I'm going to get meat. And like, what's in these saddlebags? You're like, meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just stick your head Bacon. out the window with your tongue hanging out like, <laughs> meat. Sausage. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Oh my God. Can you hear the kids outside? They're going crazy. None of these shits are staying inside. No. Neighbours are talking to each other. They're all going to die. <laughs> Fuck them. It'd be great. I'll buy their houses. Not, not the kids. <laughs> it's the it's the generation that ruined everything. They're the ones that are, <laughs> they're going to die. I've been at, when I've been out to like shops and stuff to get you know groceries or whatever, the people who are completely ignoring the rules the most are like the oldest, most yeah. infirm people. And I'm like, yeah. most vulnerable looking at... seem to be like, oh, this is, doesn't affect me. I'm looking on a shelf and there's some like old woman literally leaning over me and like coughing in my face. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Hmm. It was awful when we went to get oh yeah, so the meat shop, it's like forty quid and you get a big pack of loads of different things and you can pay over the phone and then you just walk in, say what your name is, and they just like say like, Yeah, it's that one over there. <laughs> my name's Tim. Me. Okay, that's great. Uh did you order anything? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know what the keys are like near you, but um, yeah, it took us 15, 20 minutes to get into our booths. Mm. No, I'm not allowed to go to the shops. Oh yeah, you're not allowed at all. No, Mel's uh, lung condition, because it mean the government, even though she's like really seems, you wouldn't know she was had no lungs. (laughs) (laughs) No lungs. So windbags. That's quite a condition. Not operating very well. (laughs) That's Uh, quite a condition. But apparently some people with... So she's got something called bronchiectasis. And some people with that walk around with um, like oxygen tanks. But she's not like that at all. Like she has a cough, That'd like a consistent nice. cough, and you wouldn't really know that there was anything. Like most people are like, oh, have you got a cold? And she's like, no. <laughs> stop, stop it. <laughs> I guess it's like, obviously, that would be quite bad if she did actually get it. So. Yeah, that's the problem. Like for everyone who needs ventilators and respirators, it's... Predominantly obese people and uh, mm. people with lung conditions. So they said, like, uh, we've just gotten so many letters that say you're not allowed to leave the house until like six months or something crazy. Um, and then, uh, so her mum and dad go in, because uh, her dad also goes to the shop for his dad. Uh, so they go to the shops and, uh, like, they went, and it's really nice and I really appreciate it, but they missed. So many things, and it's really frustrating when I'm like, uh, I just want to. said they didn't have the tea, right? You asked for tea, and they didn't. Oh, yeah, you got some paper. (laughs) Should I get that paper and show you what it is? It's a lot. Is it paper? paper? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad he was wearing pants when he stood up. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can't really talk. I've got my hillbilly biker vest on. Just don't stand up. I've got my, I've got my knickers on. 
<laughs> just going out on your bike with the wind flapping through your top and wearing nothing else other than that t-shirt. <laughs> oh, honestly, I've, I have been on a bike before, like when I've just fixed one up and been like, I just need to take it around the block and make sure it still works, which is the worst time to not wear your gear. <laughs> um, admittedly, wouldn't ever go that quick, but yeah. I've done it with this and not had a helm on before, just as a quicker, like literally a minute on the bike. It feels so fucking good when it's warm. I can understand why Americans are like, oh yeah, no, we know our rights. Like, we'll, we'll have no fucking helmet on. I don't blame them. These are really good though. All the Harley stuff's expensive as shit, but it's really good because it comes like really close up to your neck. It's also really long. So when you're leaning forward on the bike, it covers all your arse. It's the same with a hoodie. So good. So good. Come back. Here we are. Papier. Here's one sheet of paper. <laughs> oh, it was A1, wasn't it? Yeah. Big. Was there any logic behind this? Like, any extra context to the story? Like, all the kids can draw on it? Or was it just, we got you this? No. <laughs> we felt bad for you. There's some paper. But, we're, so I asked for green tea. Loose leaf green tea or Earl Grey is what I said. And they didn't get it. But uh, <laughs> they came back with, um, we've got about 10 sheets of this A1 paper because the local paper mill obviously isn't selling paper very much now. And then... Uh, oh, yeah, you said it was free, wasn't it? Yeah, they were just saying, like, well, we'll give it out for free at the shops and then the kids at home can do something for a bit. <clears throat> Have you tried Booth's jasmine tea? Because it's yes. got Kirsty into tea. She likes I don't tea. really like jasmine tea. It's too flowery. I don't normally, but I quite... Well, I like the flowery <laughs> Yeah, I'm more of... I, I like the bitter ones, so... After our conversation the other day, I bought some whole coffee beans. Ground mm. them up. Oh, yeah. Tried doing my yeah, own coffee. Uh, it's so much better. So it was very aromatic. nice, but it, the pro my problem is, is that I've not... I've been using the, like, espresso machine or whatever, so which does all the measuring for you. So doing it myself, I'm just like, I don't know how much coffee to put in here. Probably a lot, right? <laughs> so you, <laughs> so grind, you grind it up, you put it in your yeah. puck. You, make sure that it's too full in your puck. Just go... Your uh, I've, just, I've been using a, I've been using a, a pour-over cone thing oh, to okay. fill the paper in. 20 Gs. 20 grams. Mm. Is that how you do it? For 300 mils. So that's like a mug, a full mug. I should try doing it with the the thing that you bought me, the, uh, the oomph. The oomph. Although, like it, it's really good. But then, oh, yeah. whenever I use it, and I'm just having it like at home, I always feel like this is a lot of washing up for just something I want in a cup mm. anyway. <laughs> that's fair. It's really, it was really good in the office. Mine broke. Mm. I used it that much. Oh. Um, have you bought any other weird coffee equipment since? No, I have a full-on proper espresso machine. Like, oh right, I didn't know. How like, long have you had that? I got it uh, last year at some point. Got it for a while, but I basically make a really nice coffee in the morning before I go to work, and uh, no, I don't need one for the rest of the day. Hmm. Problem with the oomph thing was that I was having like two coffees a day, and then <laughs> I realised it was affecting me like <laughs> quite badly when I wasn't having it on the weekend. So. What machine have you got? Because people seem to recommend like the Sage ones. Uh, I've got a. Um, I don't. I mean, I haven't tried that many brands, but uh, DeLonghi is one of the. It's like an Italian brand. Yeah. So I've got a DeLonghi. It's um, one for. It's like a narrow one. It's like a single unit narrow, uh, with a. It's got a steam wand on it. Hmm. And they can make some really really nice hot chocolates with it. 
It's really good. Because we've got to the point where we don't really use the Nespresso. We we use the Nespresso machine, but the actual pods and the exclusives, which we thought we might lose out on, this, <coughs> we thought we liked. We don't really like the shit. <laughs> Most of the ones we're liking are Starbucks ones and the other brands, and they're pretty good. And you can get the proper beans from Starbucks, right? Yeah, those know, things are, yeah, and from them. Costa and everywhere. But they, yeah. but those things do make good coffee. I just, once you've, once you've got access to your own espresso machine, <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, like if you've got access to a really good gaming computer, you don't really want to play Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Stadia is really good, but if you... you've got access to something better, you don't really want to use it. So, if you've got a steamer, could you? Can you use it for doing tea? Yeah. Like, can you just pot hot water mm. in so I could get rid of the kettle? Yep. Because that might be the problem. Because we've got the kettle in the way, and then the thing. It I sounds could, good. If it... <laughs> But it's it when when you turn it onto hot water mode, it just goes do 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 and keeps shooting a really high pressured steam of hot water. So when you're holding your mug underneath it, um, at first it like sprays all over your hand, and you're like, ah, damn it! You're just there. I just imagine Tim trying to sell this to Kirsty. He's got this massive like coffee making machine, and he's like, look how si-. before it's. You're like, before, we had this shitty kettle you throw it out the window. You're like, now, in one simple step, and you're there, and you're like, I can get hot water whenever I want, and you put it on, and it's like, and you're like just spraying boiling water all over the kitchen. you like, it's so simple and easy. There are... It just does it like a sprinkler. There are better, the right nozzle. better ones, but this is really good. How much was it? Uh... Because you're like 200 quid, I think, for the Nespresso machine that I got. That's got like the milky frothy thing, which is pretty good. But I feel like we're slowly wearing off the uh, non-stick on it. Because you wash it very, very thoroughly and you go back and you pick it up and then you just give it a quick smell and you're still like, this doesn't smell entirely clear. It still smells of something. Something is retaining in this, even though we're washing it. My DeLonghi... But the problem is it's Italian, so I have no idea how to pronounce it. <laughs> The Longi <laughs> Dedica Coffee Machine Bundle Silver. I'll share the link. This is what I've got. It, is, it says here 220 but I'm pretty sure I got it for under 200 with some sort of discount. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like Black Friday because they like half price them, don't they? No, this is really good. I love it. Yeah, it's quite a, like a thin one, like you said. Yeah, so, you, cool. so I got it because... Uh, but before I did redid the kitchen, there was no space for a a big machine, and it'll do yeah. a double espresso, um, which I normally double up. So <laughs> there you go, Matt. That's why you're off your head. So there's there's this a, is our next top tip. My buy my, all the yeah. things that you couldn't afford before because now hopefully you've got money. Here's the other top tip for you <laughs> if you're staying at home making a coffee. You don't need to grind up your beans to like a fine grind apparently, and I tested this. Uh, for me, on that machine, it you, if they're a bit coarse, it tastes just as good, if not better. I don't really know whether it's better. I think it tastes just as good. And you save a bit of money on your... Because you don't need as much coffee because it takes up more space when it's coarser. Is it more just like a digestive kind of style system? That if you chew a little <laughs> bit and you've got good digestion, it'll just fuck it up anyway and it'll be good. I don't know, maybe. So if you've got a good enough machine... That's got enough pressure in it. It's probably fine. Does that oh, come with a great. with a bean grinding thing? Here we no. Go. There's something in the. There's a picture of something having beans poured into it. That's clearly sold separately. Oh, is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's off. 
doesn't say. Uh, it doesn't come with a bean grinder. It comes with a really crap uh, uh, puck press thing, coffee press thing to flatten it. But I wouldn't bother. So walk us one, through it, then, Luke. Tell us how you do this. Tell you how. Tell tell us how the you black make one is twenty quid cheaper. Cup of black coffee. For some reason. No, I got. I, I mean, I found a really good deal on Amazon somewhere, so we got it cheaper. The black one looks really good. Oh wait a minute! I stand corrected. If you click on the black one, it does come with yeah. a picture of like a bean. Yeah, maybe that's why this one's more expensive. Like I definitely didn't get it with it, and I definitely was well under two hundred. So perhaps this is a slightly different deal. Oh, this is as a bundle. I didn't know. I didn't get. I just got the machine itself. I didn't get the other bits and pieces. I went and bought my own. You definitely read out bundle before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I didn't get the bundle. I just got the machine itself. Oh, shit, I'm not buying one of those sage motherfuckers. They're like five hundred quid. This thing is really good. So I think that would do me. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. That black one like would fit really nicely in your kitchen, Tim. <laughs> You're a good salesman. <laughs> it looked really good in your kitchen. It looked really good right there where your curl is currently. <laughs> oh, this is also on the John Lewis website, so it's probably more expensive anyway. Yeah. You get a good uh, warranty with John Lewis, though. I thought that John Lewis I should have used to match my TV, but then everyone on Hot UK Deals was like, no, don't do that, get richer sounds, because they actually know what they're fucking on about. Oh, slightly funny story about ordering the TV. So where I actually got it price matched from was Costco, so I signed up to Costco, it's 15 quid, and it saved me money. But um, <laughs> I had to email them on the phone and screenshot me logged in with my time on, which was an arsake, as you can imagine. But because I'm getting an OLED and I didn't want to get burning, I've turned off my taskbar on my computer, which I was using. So I had to go and f like get that to focus because they wanted me to open the menu. So I'd have that clicked over there so I couldn't just focus on the menu. I was like, fuck me. So I had to do all this stuff. And then like a wanker, I clicked on the menu as I was doing the screenshot. So emailed him a screenshot of basically just the menu open with all the price covered. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so then I had to redo it again whilst on the phone and send it through to him. And then he was like, okay, yeah, that's great. And then we finally got it price matched and they carry on. <laughs> they price match it and beat it by 20 quid, which is quite good. Oh, that's good. Which pays enough for uh, next day delivery because next day delivery is 15 beans. That's why it's coming on Tuesday. Nice. I uh, found that same coffee machine, 160 quid, just on its own, by the way. There you go. Uh, what bean grinder do you have, then? Uh, I don't have, I don't have like, a special one. one. Uh, uh, Mel's dad, uh, they've always had, they've always worked in a hotel or bed and breakfast and owned. Um, and he, they used to make, they used to grind coffee, and so he just had this, like, Really old coffee grinder. It's massive <laughs> electric coffee grinder that you can't. This it's not like perfect and doesn't grind the beans that great, but it there's grinds it that, good enough for me. There's one that people at work are always recommending, which is electric one. And it's about ninety quid. But there's also if you're not going to be making like a massive ton of coffee, you can get a good um, manual hand one for like twenty quid. Yeah, I mean, and the, the, the advantage, the of, that, the advantage is that. of that is it's less noisy. In the morning. <laughs> oh, you say that. I was oh, going to yeah. say the noisier. Oh, really? Yeah, someone has had one in the office, and when they got it out and started grinding up, it was like, the hell are you playing at, you fucking muppet? Like some medieval, like, it's, rape. It's louder than mine, because the it's okay, also it, louder it, it, louder for longer. So, like, it Fair. if it was... When I uh, grind it, it's like 10 seconds, if that. Yeah. When I grind it. 
when I grind it, it's like couple, there's only a couple yeah, of seconds to a couple of blasts on the grinding, <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got really good coffee. But with that, you have to do it. Go on then. Years. Sell me on a coffee machine. How much <coughs> better is it to have like fresh, freshly ground coffee Jeez. compared to maybe what I get in the espresso pod? Because Matt's had espresso things. Uh, I find when you grind your own coffee and then you make it, it just smells so much more aromatic. Like you can I really think... smell the coffee. Like it just really fresh that's... smell of coffee. And it's really nice. When you get those pods, you don't get that sort of smell. I think that's the kind of thing I was going to say as well. It's not even like, I don't think I'm a, enough of a coffee connoisseur to be like, oh, it tastes so much better. It's got all these like notes that I never yeah. like felt before. It's just, there's something quite, there's just something quite nice about being like, oh, I'm just going to get my beans. I'm going <laughs> to gr- grind my beans up. Just pat them down in the thing. <laughs> and they just, I don't know, rather than just get, put, putting a thing in a machine and pressing a button, you're like, yeah, I've got a coffee now. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there's, there's, it's like models, doing it? any kind of thing where you're like doing a manual thing. You're like, you know, growing your own veg or doing your own gardening or something. You just kind of get a little sense of achievement. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I put a bit of manual manual work into this. And it it tastes feels better good. because you do that. <laughs> I did find that, and I said to you, Matt, the more expensive beans aren't better than the store i just bought the uh I, I bought the only ones i could which were uh the i went to a co-op and they only had one bag of beans and that co-op was their own brand right. ones yeah. and i was like it smells really nice i like just sniff, yeah. sniffing the beans <laughs> the beans smell much better than pre-ground as well and i don't mm-hmm. know why i wouldn't some people get them and then grind them all up straight away but when you grind them up there and then the smell is much more intense yeah, because you can mm. buy just pre-ground coffee as well, but it's meant yeah. to be like, as soon as you open the bag, you're essentially starting a timer on it going stale. Yes. Whereas and the if moment you grind that you it, grind your when beans. You need it. So, like, I grind my beans. My <laughs> grinder only has two, essentially two pucks full of coffee. So I do it, and then I've got the things for two days. I use my double, my double puck, so to make a double espresso. Uh, fill that up. Then I just uh, go, whoop, wipe off the excess, get my, uh, it's, it, it's like a massive, it's just a lump of metal, <laughs> really heavy, and then you just tap that down, the tamper, go boop, boop, and then uh, put it in my machine, press the button, wait for the water to come through. I set my temperature to be cooler than the default temperature. I don't really like that hot coffee. Some people really like yeah, it, like so. Crazy Balls Hot. I really like <laughs> quite enjoying it there and then. I don't like to wait for it to cool down. Well, you're, mm. meant, to be ca- you're meant to not put it in too hot, right? Because like, if you're I think, doing um, it, you're just they boiling the kettle. like 60 degrees. I put it down to 55, and I just enjoyed that more because I could drink it straight away. That's what always fucked me off with like, the kettle, because it always goes way, way too hot. Yeah. And they do the same at like, <laughs> so you go to Pret and get one of those tasty tropical green teas that I like a lot. If I had a they uh, boiled the fucking life out of that. It's legitimately measured it hotter than the sun. <laughs> that shit. You have to take the lid off. You have to put it outside in like a chill blaster for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And then maybe if you're lucky and you've got a full-on beard, you can just about sniff it and see if it's too fucking hot still. Yeah. No, I, I can't stand getting coffee from like Costa or Starbucks because then they put in like 2,000 degree hot water. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Um, If you... so. What I'd normally do is 
do that once, and then I press the button again, let it go through the same grinds. And I found that instead of making like an Americano where you do a double and then top it up with boiling water, if you do that, it makes it like richer and smoother. And it do so Americano, I'll just put in a dash of hot water, kind of stops it from being way too bitter. But if you do that, it makes it really nice and strong. And sometimes I just like having it like that. Otherwise, I sometimes just put in a little bit of, just top it up with a bit of hot water. <laughs> Get off your podcast. I hate you. You're the worst. <laughs> ah. There are children climbing all over me right now. Please help. One was asleep on there. And normally we have dinner at half past and it's now 20 past, so... Right. <laughs> what can you make in... What can Luke make in 10 minutes? <laughs> I can make tons of stuff in 10 minutes. Watch. Uh, I'm watching. Here's baked beans. From the tin, fresh from the tin. <laughs> fresh from the tin. Still got that fresh tin smell. Yeah, Take I those baked beans. Take those baked beans, grind them up. Okay. I gotta go. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.